Welcome to the Pay Yourself First podcast. My name is Chris Jolly, and I'm on a mission to financially empower millions of entrepreneurs. I want you to make and keep more money so that you can begin implementing and turbocharging a plan for creating financial freedom your way during the life cycle of your current business without spending a ton of time or becoming a professional investor. You see, most of the financial teachings out there are made for employees, not entrepreneurs. If you wouldn't listen to someone who doesn't have kids about parenting, why take business financial advice from someone without a business? Are you ready to break free of bad advice and follow the trail of other uncommon entrepreneurs so you can get from where you are now to the lifestyle you were aiming to create when you started your business? Then stick around. Here comes another episode of Pay Yourself First, where the only investment we offer is the one you make in yourself. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm very excited today, as I always am. We have another amazing entrepreneur on for you today. His name is Igor Volusik, and he's calling in all the way from Germany. Igor, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. Your business is IV Transformations. We're so happy to have you on. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure to be here. Yeah, I'm sure we're going to have a blast. It's going to be some great conversation. And I know that the audience is going to take a lot of value away from it. So I'm really glad you could take some time out of your day. Now, you have a background in marketing, you do coaching, a little bit of everything. Can you tell everybody out there exactly what your business is and who you serve right now? Yes. So I could be an example for people that do multiple things. Everybody says you need to pick something. And I was resistant at picking something. So I created something of the things that I love. What I love is marketing, helping people to market themselves. My background was in theater marketing. So I did a lot of years there. From that, I progressed into dealing some of my own personal struggles that I have from growing up. And I seek different forms of ways and modalities to help myself. And this is how I then became a hypnotherapist and a coach. And today I have bundled everything together. I am helping people with their business strategy, following their dream, believing their dream. Because a lot of us, we did not actually thought that things would be possible. So it's like working through what life brings you and then making the best out of it and creating a future for yourself in how you want it to be. Gotcha. That makes sense. And, and that's definitely uh, very clear. Now, for everybody who's wondering, though, marketing, hypnotherapy, what is the process like when somebody comes to work with you? Are you going to hypnotize them to make their marketing better? Yes, I am. Okay. Because <laughs> Well, wh why I do what, what I do, everything that we do, we are humans. And as humans, we all have some form of a resistance, some form of an obstacle. And using hypnosis or using like the subconscious mind of us is like tapping into the things, how we have learned something. It might have served us back then while we were growing up, but it doesn't serve us when we want to market ourselves. And all of these beliefs that we have about us and other people will show up in the way we market ourselves, in the way we present ourselves, in the way we make business. So like for me, it's a natural process. It might feel a little bit different for other people. So I combine like the business strategy with the subconscious mind work in order to help the people move quicker through whatever obstacle they have. 
Yeah. And that subconscious work is so integral to actually making long lasting changes in your life, because no matter what sort of practices you take on the outside, if you don't fix that thing that you've had hardwired for 30 plus years or whatever inside of you, there's no way that you're going to overcome it and become a different person. Yeah, it's difficult. You will not even see it. Because our subconscious mind drives us. We, our whole program, our whole system, we're breathing not consciously. Every, it's, everything, it, it serves a purpose. And that purpose served a certain time. And our, let's say, nervous system wasn't wired in for entrepreneurship. <laughs> a, a client saying no. Me charging a certain price. You wanting to in, invest in something. So it's stress on our nervous system and our nervous system wants to protect us, which is the main thing that, that it does. And it will keep us from actually doing, trying, looking for solutions. And we will stop and not fulfill the thing that we wanted to do. And this is, it's very important. Yeah, uh, it's trying to keep us in our comfort zone, definitely. So for entrepreneurs who want to rewire their nervous system for uh, being an entrepreneur, what is maybe mm -hmm. one or two practices you could suggest to them that would help with that stress? Okay, so one thing would be to identify how we behave. So giving you like an example, let's say we have a resistance towards charging, whatever, let's say the price is $100 and you've been working at it and working, you would like to do it, but something is not allowing you to do. So what you want to do, you want to filter out the thoughts that you have around this price. Why do you think you cannot charge this? Why do you think that your product is not worth the price? Because these subconscious pattern would just be piling under underneath from where you will make decisions. So by you actually pulling out those thoughts on paper, you are distancing yourself and you can, with a clearer mind, look at these. And do I really have fear of charging 150? So you could start questioning each one of these things to get in the way and start changing things. So this is the simplest thing that you could do like immediately with, if it's the price as an example. Yeah, I love that. I know one of the things that people often struggle with is actually catching themselves in the behavior in the first place. Once you catch yourself, then it's easy to go through that process. But because it's so subconscious, a lot of times we obviously just do it. We don't think about it. So how can we catch ourselves uh, when we're triggered like that? It is a little bit difficult right in the moment because when something is happening, the emotions are high and the intellect is low, meaning we just react. We don't have time to think. So what we could do after something, after a conversation could be consultation call or deal that we're having, it is bombed. We're not satisfied with it. After it, you do this, what I just said. After that, you sit down and start pulling those things out and distancing from yourself and looking at it and then seeing, okay, what could I have done differently? Was this the really the only way that I could have done it? Why have I reacted the, the way that I did? So it gives you room and space to think and your mind to actually brainstorm different ways of how you could have done something. And that opens a new possibility for the next time. Because it's not about succeeding. It's about learning and getting better at something. We will always make mistakes. But if 
we could either learn from the mistake or stay with the mistakes. Oh, I'm a failure. I cannot do this. No, only you can have the financial freedom. I, I, I cannot have this. And if I keep saying that to myself, I will 100% prove this true for myself. Yeah, I think one thing that really sticks out for me about entrepreneurs is that they are uh, willing to fail just like everybody else because, but unlike everybody else, they see that failure as an opportunity to learn from their mistake and to do better next time. Whereas so many other people just see it as a reinforcement of the belief they already have and a reason to not try again the next time. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And that's why you deliberately want to put yourself in these situations because certain situations are not, they are life-threatening, although we might be thinking that they are life-threatening or our nervous system is having uh, a body reaction that we just want to hide or run away from something, but to stay and having the courage to stay in that difficult or in that tension where we might not know what to do, where we might not know how to actually navigate the situation. So it's okay, I'm fine. Nothing will happen. I will not die. I'm going to keep, I'm staying. Yeah, sometimes you just need the most simple of reminders. Yeah. That's funny. Okay, now Igor, can you tell me in your work with entrepreneurs, what do you find for business owners is often their biggest limiting belief that keeps them from succeeding at the level they're capable of? I would say to imagine what they are capable of, because most of us, we are quick in finding the excuses of why we cannot do something, why something is not possible, why something is not available. But when it comes down to looking into the other side of it, why not me? How could I do this? If somebody else has done it, why shouldn't I be able to figure this out? So we're leaning towards the other because it feels so much safer. This is uncertain. It is unresearched. So we go basically into our past. We look back and ask ourselves, okay, so tell me, Igor, how successful will you be in your future? But what does has my past to do with my future? Basically nothing. But we make decisions or we like to make decisions from our past because the past is known to us and gives us reassurance. So we look, oh, I've reacted this way. So I would probably react the same way, which is not the case and doesn't have to be the case if we don't make the conscious choice to go and act in this way. Yeah, absolutely. It's so easy to assume based upon our past experience that the future will continue to be like the past. But as you said, that thought itself locks it in and makes it a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So interesting the way that the mind works. Okay, now you have a really interesting story about how you got to where you are, everything that you've been through. You grew up in a war-torn country and you had to leave. Can you tell everybody what that was like and how it has affected you both as a person, as an entrepreneur? So the reason why I do what I do today is because of how I grew up. So let's say I had a normal childhood up until the until I was 10. And then in ex-Yugoslavia, there was the civil war. So we then went to Germany, stayed here as refugees for five years. Then we moved back to home. Everything was being like home, but nothing was like home. Everything has changed. So then we went again. We seeked asylum in the Netherlands, stayed there for almost two years, then moved back to Germany, then moved to Croatia, then moved to... So it was like a lot of moving in that. So throughout my up 
upbringing, my childhood, I felt different. I felt that I didn't fit in anywhere where we go. I would be the new one, the different one. So the question was like, where is, where's my home? And for me personally, who am I? Like, what is my identity? And that put me on a path of looking to see what has happened in my home car. Why did it happen? And this is how I basically came into this work of, first of all, I was trying to understand and resolve some of these things for myself. And that led me then to help other people with their own struggles and then also dreams. Because after the struggle, when we have dealt with, with a certain thing that is a burden to us, what now? Like, what? where now do you want to go? What now do you want to do? Now that you are not in that survival mode and that you need your, keep your head above water can also be also with earning like the minimum wage. Like now that you have enough money to, to sleep somewhere, to eat, to do that. Now that we have covered that, what's the next step that you are looking at? What's the next level of safety that you want to create for yourself? Yeah, it's absolutely amazing because it's so often that our most challenging experiences are actually the ones that lead us to the most fulfilling work that we do. Because after having gone through that, it, it changes the way that you look at the world, the way that you interact with other people. And I, I think, at least from my perspective, it just makes you really want to reach out and help other people because you never know what they might be going through or how hard it might be for them. Yes, 100, 100%. Okay, riveting. Now, I want to ask you a little bit about the finances and your business. The first place I want to start is I want you to imagine that your business is like a garden hose. And we know that water flows through a garden hose, but sometimes the hose will kink over itself and that stops the flow from coming out. So if there's one kink in your business that's stopping the flow of cash coming into it, what is that kink? It would be if I stopped marketing myself, if I stopped engaging with people, because I get a lot of business through referrals, through network, through collaboration. So if I stopped doing that, then I would see a significant drop. Now, I want you to tell me a little bit about financial freedom. It's one of my favorite things to ask about because the answers are always so inspiring. So imagine that you're in a place in your business where you don't have to show up to do the day-to-day -day tasks Mm -hmm. And you're only doing the things that you really love, or you don't have to show up at all if you don't want to. Mm -hmm. All the money that you could ever need to fund the lifestyle you always dreamed about comes to you. What are you going to do with your time then? Now you are taking me on a trip now. I would still seek people to help them. I love helping people. I've did it before I was earning money with it. I would, th that's the first thing that comes to mind. I would, I would like to have a piece of property near the sea. I'm a sea person. I love, it It just enlightens me. Yeah, I know the feeling. So th these are the two things what I see myself do and truly enjoy. Very nice. I love it. Okay. So as you're working towards that future, what have you found to be the most effective for you as you build towards financial freedom? Getting rid, rid of my money beliefs. <laughs> so I used to tell myself, no, this will be too difficult. You cannot do this. Or it's, other people can do it, but not you. Look at where you're coming from. Look, look at all, all of the life circumstances. So I was peeling on 
the layers of the story that my life and I have built around this topic. So I, I think getting that piece from, from my view has opened myself into leaning into possibilities. Yeah, that's often the most challenging. And that's what we were just talking about. It goes back to that subconscious work and all of the things that were hardwired into us when we were young. And for so many people, they do find that it's really after everything, it's just letting go of the belief system is really what it takes to move to that next level. So now I want to ask you, what did you do to let go of those beliefs and to move beyond them? So I did therapy. That was the first thing. I did a hypnotherapy session. I will tell you just a quick story. So I wanted to ask for a raise at work. And my belief was, I will work so hard that you will see how good I am. So you will give me a raise by yourself. And the time was passing by and I was still thinking that and waiting for that. But that didn't come or did not come. And then I said, okay, but I think there is something for you to understand. So I did a hypnosis session and I, I immediately knew where that belief system came from. So after the session, the next week after it, I went to my boss. I told them like, this is what I do. This is what I bring to the table. I, I deserve more money. This position deserves more money. And the, the what he said, you are right. Let me come back to you next week. He offered me then a 35% raise. So it was just a minor thing, but a huge thing for me to do in order to change. And that sort of kicked a lot of the, or my willingness to dig deeper into other things and to clear these things out of myself, just as if we are, you know, carrying or wearing the same shirt for years and years, you don't need to wear it anymore. You have worn, it's enough, let it go. Yep. Yeah. So often we just get used to doing the same thing over and over again. We don't think anything else is possible. And then when that curtain peels back even a little bit and we see that things can change, then it just opens everything else up, up for us. Yes. Okay. So now I want you to imagine that I hand you a magic wand. And you can wave this magic wand and you can make any one thing happen inside of your business by the end of the year. What one thing are you going to choose? I am working. I'm working currently one-on-one -on -one in, in various forms of groups, but I would like to have a program in my head. This is down the line if, we, if we're thinking about, okay, it's in three years. But now that you've presented like the magic one. Now all you have to do is ask yourself how it could be possible to get it done before the end of the year. All right. Very cool. So a group program. I love that idea. It's a great way to grow and scale the business for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, oh, there was one other question that I wanted to ask you. Uh, maybe it'll come back to me. But in the meantime, for mm -hmm. people who want to learn more about you and what you do, where's the best place they can go to do that? So I hang out on Instagram and on Facebook. It's my name. It's Igor Vilosic. And this is where... I share what I do, how I do, and have conversations with all kinds of people and have a lot of fun. 
Very cool. Awesome. And that question, uh, it just came back to me. One of the biggest challenges as an entrepreneur is knowing what to do with the money once you've actually made it. Do I reinvest in myself? Do I get coaching to grow as a person? Do I put the money back into the business, whether it's marketing, inventory, what have you? Or do I buy assets for the future? Do I buy a home? Do I put it in gold and silver, the stock market, whatever it may be? So when money comes into your business, how do you make that decision about where it goes? I would say it depends. There was a time where I would say almost 100% reinvest in the business because I wanted it to grow. And that might have been, could be doing some tech investment, me doing some mentorship, building my own skill set in order to grow the business. This is how I have made the decision in what to invest and how to invest. I would ask myself, Okay, so now let's say I've invested 7,000 into this course in in a year, I've earned 25K. So it was a good investment. Yeah. And th this is how I would then stack my next investments in order to grow more into doing the specific things that, that I wanted. But what I think we all or most of us fall into the trap that we sometimes buy into something or buy something that we are not ready actually to consume actually or to understand. So it's like our desire to, let's say I'm going to use myself as an example, my desire to have this course, to build the big course at the beginning of my business wouldn't have made any sense. Yeah. And I would have invested for nothing. I would have invested for something, but I could not use it. So how, how I make decisions, if I invest something, can I implement it right away? Either my skill set or my business, and then I lean in and move forward. Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. Now, where are you right now in that process? So if I were to hand you, say, $10,000 and you could put it into any investment that you want or any group of investments, where would that money go today? I have invested. Okay. So my mind wants to go to tell you what, where I have invested. But if we say that, that I have it and that I can invest it, I would actually invest the 10K in the back end of my business. Anything specific? In certain programs to create like certain systems and structures just to make it stronger, more stable, where I wouldn't need to keep my eye on certain things or be involved in certain aspects of, of the business and probably some help along the way that deals with that. Gotcha. Okay, very cool. Then the last thing I want to ask you before I let you go is, do you have any advice for all the other entrepreneurs out there? Of course I have. So the first thing that I would say, whatever you do, whatever you feel that you want to go after, do it. Regardless if you think that you cannot, regardless from where you are coming from, regardless from what you know, even if you don't know something, it doesn't mean that you need to become a million dollar earner in one month. You are here for a long journey. This is why I say to my client, are you planning to die in a month? No. So where are we running? So making these scarcity decisions for ourselves, if it's a skill that you want to learn, focus, have the patience and the willingness to do it, to learn it from it, 
there is prosperity guaranteed 100 percent. wonderful absolutely great advice igor it's been such a pleasure to have you on i really enjoyed chatting with you i know the audience is going to get a lot out of this conversation as well so i just want to thank you again for taking some time out of your day and jumping on the podcast with me thank you so much for inviting me i had a great time Awesome. Very cool. If you had a great time out there listening and you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, please go ahead and do that. And if you can leave us a five-star review, like I bug you about each time, that helps us to get the word out to more entrepreneurs. And if you're an entrepreneur yourself, like our amazing guest, Igor, and want to come on the podcast to chat with me and talk about your business journey, you can go to pyfpodcast.com to do that. That's the letters pyf.com. And we would love to chat. We will see you all next time. Igor, thanks again. Thank you. If you've listened this far, chances are you're an entrepreneur looking to become more financially literate and create financial freedom for yourself from your business. The Pay Yourself First podcast is definitely here to help with that. My goal is to continue to share what I've learned about using your business as the tool to create financial freedom. But let's face it, it would take me years to share with you everything you need to know via these episodes. Creating financial freedom is something that most people never even consider, let alone make a plan for or take action towards. It's something almost no one was taught anything about. Doing it as an entrepreneur is even more challenging, especially without support. So if you're ready to get clear on what financial freedom looks like for you, come up with an action plan and get the support systems and accountability you need, I invite you to consider the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur. I created the program to help entrepreneurs just like you get a handle on their personal and business finances and start building confidently towards financial freedom. And it's how you can discover ways to take 10 years off your retirement, add an extra five or six figures to your portfolio, and finally get clear on what numbers you should be tracking in your business and why. Together, we'll gain clarity around your financial goals and what being financially free would actually look like for you. Then we'll put together a customized game plan to get you there and the accountability to see you through. And by the way, you're also going to get all the spreadsheets you need to run your numbers, lifetime access to the materials, including any updates, and entry into our members-only community. In addition to all the knowledge, coaching, community, and systems that you need to create financial freedom from your business, you'll also receive a free financial assessment, a retirement planning session, and guided meditation aimed at helping you embody the feeling of true financial freedom. So yeah, you can just listen to the free content on these podcasts to help you move towards becoming a financially free entrepreneur. And sure, you'll likely see some results, or you can make the decision to commit to learning, implementing, and embodying what you need to know to create the financially free life you dreamed of when you started your business journey. Click the link in the show notes to answer a quick questionnaire, and you'll be on your way to joining the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur.